Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Searching for Happiness podcast. I am your host, Joseph Grable, and today I have with me filmmaker, director, writer, actor, and U.S. Navy veteran, Martevrick D. Shears. How are you doing today, man? I'm good, man. I'm blessed. I'm happy. I'm excited to be back for uh, yet another episode, man, another opportunity to sit down and, and talk to you, man. So, yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you, man, and thank you for coming back on. You know, last time, last time, yeah, I think you were actually my first ever video guest. Yes. But yes. I didn't, I couldn't figure out all the editing stuff yet. So yes. with like the uh, vertical videos and everything. So I never like got to really properly promote it or anything. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I, and, you know, just like I was just telling you as well, bro, uh, last time I was here and, you know, you, uh, like I said, like you said, I was the first uh, guest that you shot the video for. Even with your production quality, even mm -hmm. the way that you are moving with, you know, your lighting and with your camera, everything is like, I'm sorry, everything is, is on another level compared to last time I was here. So salute to you, bro. I appreciate you. For Thank sure. you so much, man. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, a lot's changed since last time I had you. I think last time I had you was sometime in the summer, if I believe right, maybe even before the summer. This podcast is like a, a year old almost yeah i just like haven't been uh consistent with it so yeah yeah i have like 23 episodes in like a year because in on like the 20th of january i gotta like beg to differ though man you from the outside looking in you've seemed very consistent like because this is the second season right yeah yeah man that that speaks that speaks volume right there bro the fact that you're on the second season it. yeah no nah, don't no nah, don't 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 <laughs> Don't pin that on yourself, bro. No, you have been consistent. There's nothing wrong with uh, with the, with the break. Uh, yeah, man, you've been good. The fact that you're still doing it, you you're doing good. Bro. I appreciate it, man. Thank For you sure. so much, man. So how, how's it how's it been going? Like, so what what are some new things that that you have learned? Or um, mm, that's a good question. If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, man. Um, first and foremost, I make the biggest mistake everyone does in film, and I forget the slate. <laughs> so like uh i slating if you don't know what slating is like if you're not part of the film world slating is where you have like a clapper and it makes that sound yeah. and it allows you to sync up all your audio so when you're using multiple cameras like this uh it makes the job a lot easier yeah. so i forget to do that all the time so i'll spend like an hour or two trying to sync people's mouths <laughs> up and that's no fun at all and yeah. i still do it all the time so you know, uh, that's why I'm like, that's why like when we started, I took it like a double take because I'm so paranoid about yeah, it now that yeah. I'm like, I got to get a second clap in there just in case. And I feel you. I feel but, you. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, making sure the chords are mostly all right. I mean, they're a little, you know, tangled right now, but most of the time they're pretty neat and like, you know, wrapped Not up. Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's just a lot of video things too, like uh, making sure that the camera is actually recording. Oof. Nothing's worse than getting Oof. through like forty minutes of a conversation <laughs> and realizing like none of the cameras no are recording. Yeah, no <laughs> uh, but a lot of it's still trial and error. A lot of the things I've been learning are like post production, um, like you know, like editing. I I wanted to like master. I started audio first so I could get like audio good at audio first mm -hmm. and like chopping that up and making it sound good. But then after that. 
and switch to video. So now I'm learning all the video techniques and stuff, which is a little challenging. Going like making the vertical videos is a lot more than people think it is. Oh yeah. Like well, when, as far as what would you mean? Like for instance, like yeah, you can go through like Canva or you can go through like you know. At, like certain editing softwares where like you can make it automatically vertical, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it's always going to like line up with your frame. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like yeah. if I put like a video in Canva of us uh, together, yeah, it like, it might have me in the full frame cause I adjusted the video, but when you come into it, it might be it'll like be half a different, your face. Yeah. It'd be a different. So what I do, what I have to do and maybe some, I hope someone tells me if I'm doing this wrong and I need to do better. Um, I really hope someone tells me what I do is I have to go in open a whole new uh, Premiere file and then make it uh, 1080, 920, like the frame rate, or not frame rate, but the frame, mm -hmm. which is like the vertical frame. And then I go in there and I place the video, I position it to where it's supposed to be. And then um, I watch it. And then every time it cuts to someone else, I cut it. And I yeah no no yeah yeah so yeah yeah no that's how it goes that's that's how okay 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 that's how I figured it shot yeah it's like it's just tedious man no it is it is and unless you shoot for that now I've seen people I've seen you know certain cameras monitors and whatnot they have it to where you can shoot for that IG what what is what you say is vertical vertical yeah you can shoot and and it'll show up on the monitor as a vertical and you yeah. can keep it or you could do the whole uh thing where you put tape on a monitor and it's like you know you you got it from there and so mm -hmm. i mean it's different things um but yeah no i feel you yeah so it's a lot of just like editing stuff i'm learning and like i'm realizing how like how much goes into it man oh my gosh when you're like a one person show like you do everything it's That's just so lot, much work yeah. like i had like posted like i'm gonna do like three videos a day and shit like that and like because the algorithm you know picks up on that after a while yeah and i got to like two videos a day and i was like man this is a lot dude. it's a lot man. it's a lot plus to like edit the podcast plus to do it weekly plus to do whatever we're doing outside of all that and then just it's just a lot and like right now i'm like looking for a job because we're yeah. about to graduate yeah. and like whoo that's on a whole nother level yeah. that's a whole nother Woo! topic i was gonna ask you about that yeah <laughs> When do you wait? When do you graduate? I graduate early February. Early February. I graduate January twentieth. What? Well, hold on. Well, are you sure it's January twentieth? Yeah, my last day in class is December twentieth. Ah, okay. And then my. Oh, you mean you graduate early January? Yeah. Well, I, no, it's kind of like the end of January. At the end. It's so like you say 20th. your last class is December 20th? Yeah. They make me wait like a whole month. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it's not supposed to be like that. Like, so just say, for instance, like my last class I emailed is... Charlie like five times yeah, about that's it, weird. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Okay. I assholes for it. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, mine... Yeah, so mine... My last class is January like 27th or something like that. And then I'm supposed to graduate like early February. Like that next week or that weekend. See, I think it's because of the New Year's and everything and like mm, all the, okay. you know, holidays and stuff. But it still sucks, dude. Because like, like while I'm applying for jobs right now, like I put like, oh, I have a bachelor's in like, yeah. you know, film. But I technically don't I, until January. Yeah, like, I mean, well, I think I think that's cool, though. I mean, because I think it's, you know, I think it's you really can't work around that because even with 
like the internships. I've seen applications. Where, well, not, not really internships because you're supposed to be in school. But a lot of a lot of places they ask, like, you know, do you have the degree? And yeah. I've, I've just been putting, yeah, bachelor's and whatnot. But then they ask, okay, what's your graduation date or something like that. So, um, so how has that been going for you as far as looking for jobs? Yeah, it's been okay. Yeah. What about where, you? What kind of where you've been applying to? Like, what kind of jobs? Uh, I'll sort. Like, uh, I've actually, I'm thinking about taking this route because I like directing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, I don't always like the environment of a set. So, like, it's not like always for me. You know what I mean? Mm. Entirely, but. I also have like an associates in business. And so like my mind is like formed like a businessman in some sense. So like I might take like the producer's route. Mm. So I've been applying to both producing jobs, assistant directing type jobs, mm. jobs to get me to that point. Yeah. At least production assistant jobs. Um, I haven't heard anything back because I mean, I literally just started applying like, a month ago so i don't what you need let me know where you applying man uh, yeah i applied for fo- uh focus features mm. uh they did like some will smith movies and um they're pretty actually like pretty famous uh but focus features is like hiring a bunch of people i heard right now so like check their website word okay i i went on there and looked but i didn't see anything that really interested me so mm. yeah you know, i didn't but other than that, like I'm kind of like job searching, but at the same time, I don't know. It's making it's making me nervous because we're so close to graduation. Yeah. And like the school's supposed to help you, but the school's so slow. Like I like the school. Like don't get me wrong, but it's just like you have to take like a whole month to get through that point. You know what I mean? Like they slowly teach you how to make your resume, and they slowly mm. teach you how to do a proper film company, you know, uh, resume slash cover letter. And it's like a whole like month long process other than just like them laying out in one day mm. and then be like, this is what you need to do. Have all these assignments done by the end of the month and you'll be good. Yeah. Like yeah. I wish they did that. Cause then like, I'd be like, okay, now I know exactly what to do. Yeah. Well, I would say with the school, I would say that's more of a, with, with them getting the help, like just say like career development, mm-hmm. I would say that's more of um, they help you like get the interview, but they can't help you get the job. Well, not even just that, because because I because well first I got to give a shout out to the career development team because oh, just sure. off of just off of my experience with them, um, man, I tell you, so you know I started school in 2020, and man, it a little backstory on me. Uh, you know, I, I was in the, I was in the Navy. I did seven years in the Navy. I graduated from high school in 2012. So uh, before I got out of high school, um, I always heard, you know, about like the L.A. Film School, Full Sail University. They're like sister hmm. schools and whatnot. So I had a homeboy, you know, tell me like, yo, you should go to school. At the time I was doing music. Uh, I hadn't even like really d- dove into like film or anything like that. He was like, yeah, you should go to school, man, for your music. Uh, when you get there, you can, you know, network with other people, you know, doing, you know, doing the same thing that you're doing and the career development uh, will help you get hired. So when I tell you since 2012, I've always had in my head that like, OK, the career development should be able to help me 
get hired. So anyway, I go through this whole thing of having to go through, go to the Navy, end up doing seven years in Navy for seven, seven years in Navy so they can pay for me to go to film school. And so, man, when I tell you, as soon as I started film school in 2020, the first thing I was doing was knocking on a career development uh, door. That makes sense. Because I, I just kept that in my head. Like, yo, when I get there, I need to make friends with the career development team. I need them to know That's who like my I one am. regret in school. Like, Man. literally, like, uh, I think Sabrina asked me the other day. Like, she's like, do you regret anything in school? I was like, yeah. Mm. Not being uptight with the freaking really? career development people. Because, because... You know, and there's there's nothing wrong with this. I can't get a job. Like I just like can't. You know what I mean? So like now I'm just now like these last two months well, learning about career. Well, get, yeah, I'll get you know. Well, it's just hard right now. It's just yeah, hard. Yeah, 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 yeah it's just yeah. hard. You gonna get. And I just started really like you know they've said it, and this is on me. This is totally on me. This is me being lazy and whatever. Like you learn your mis through your mistakes, and I heard throughout the school year like oh go talk to career development, but it, to me through school and this was my mindset was uh i already have to like work so much outside of school like just to like stay afloat mm -hmm. and on top of doing that like sometimes the jobs aren't always paid mm -hmm. and like i, I work theses and stuff um but you know nevertheless uh I just always thought that like I don't want to screw myself over in school mm -hmm. if they give me a job like I don't want to have to juggle both. Of those. Oh yeah yeah okay I feel yeah I feel so you. like I always in my in my mind I always like I want to wait till the last three months of school mm, okay. and then I'm gonna go start knocking on their door ah. and that's what I started doing but I started realizing I feel like it's too late because like although I can meet I haven't met Steve yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't really met anyone up there. I have a meeting with them this week. Oh okay yeah yeah so make friends with them steve longo charlotte oh yeah man all of them bro i, I i'll tell you i'll tell you my experience after you, after you finish oh yeah no for sure dude and like i just realized though like i mean i was like man i should start like six or eight months ago yeah because like my relationship could have been a lot bigger and i probably could have got a bigger job you know what i mean <sighs> man because because the, the more they like this is just like the harsh reality of things in hollywood the more someone likes you the more they're going to get you you know what i mean like it, at the end of the day people will play fair yeah you know what i mean but if you have a, like a really strong relationship with someone they're definitely gonna go out of their way to go most extra definitely, bad most definitely for you, you and man I mean? and one thing i've learned about this industry and i think we're all you know all learning man man this industry ain't nothing about none but relationships yeah exactly any and not just industry anything in life i'm learning as we get older it's all about relationships and I think that's where I am in life, man, because I'm at this point in my life where I'm like, yo, you can have a relationship with, I'll keep, I'll keep up. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you can have a relationship with like any and everybody, any just regular Joe Smo, anybody that's like, that can, you know, drink with you, smoke with you, like offer nothing to your life. Right. But then I'm like, then you have on, on, on this other hand, it's like, you could be, you could, you could be friends and you can have people in your circle who can help you get further and whatnot. So it's all about relationships. Mm -hmm. We're going to have relationships either way it go. If we got drinking yeah. buddies, people that we watch sports with, or we got people who can help push us further along with our careers or, or help us out mentor wise or whatnot. So I guess I'm just at the point now where I'm just like, man, I need to have the people in my circle that can help me to, Gets and it's not just all about what can you do for me, but 
at the end of the day, it's like, what can you do for me? And it's not about, oh, give me, give me. But even if it's like, oh, if I can learn something from you, if 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 mm-hmm. I can be inspired by something, not just, you know what I mean? Not just having you just, just being yeah. an idle person in my life. But yeah, so that's so, you know, when I, when I first joined the school, man, I always heard make friends with the career development. So I literally went into the school with that mindset. Um, went into the, went, uh, joined school with the mindset that, I was going to start going to like every school event that they had, anything that they, anything that I saw posted on the wall. And so that's what I did, man. And so the first event that I ever went to for the school, man, it was cool, but it wasn't just really popping. It wasn't like too Mm -hmm. many students there. So it really made it easier to be able to network and talk to, you know, like the faculty and the staff that was there. And so that's the first day that I met Steve. And so uh, me and Steve, we got to talking and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I'm um, head one one of the heads of uh, the of the career development team. Um, you know, I got my office on the sixth floor. I think is think it is." And he was like, "Yo, my my office door is open." He was like, "Yo, I'm here. I'm here to help. I'm here to guide you. I'm here to you know get you mm-hmm. get you opportunities." He was like, "But no students come in." <laughs> and as soon as he Me. said that, it was like the light bulb and everything yeah. that I had you know been thinking about before joining school. I was like. I said, okay. I said, I'll be up there. So literally like two weeks later, man, I was just up there knocking on the doors, man. Uh, started telling Steve about, you know, uh, about my aspirations, what I wanted to do, showed him some of my work. And man, within, within a month of like, you know, just kind of talking to Steve, man, Steve hit me up. He was like, yo, you want to, um, work the kids choice awards. Oh, you want to be a talent. You want to be a talent escort for the kids choice awards. It's a paid gig. This is like my second month in school. Oh shit! And I'm like, what? I'm like, kids' choice war. I'm like, yo, do you understand? Like, I grew up watching yeah. the kids' choice wars. I've always wanted to, you know, be a part. Of. So anyway, this is like my second, first, second month knowing, um, knowing Steve. But then COVID happened. Kids' choice wars got canceled. Mm. Uh, that opportunity went out the door. When I tell you, I was salty as hell about it. All of COVID, all that whole two years, I was like, yo, that was my moment. That was, you know, because it was just yeah. like, that was my first industry. That would have been my first industry job uh, opportunity. And so I'm like, yo, that, that would have been my moment, blah, blah, blah. But I kept in touch with Steve all throughout COVID. Mm-hmm. I was hitting Steve up. I, I added him on Facebook. I had him on social media. Any work that I did, any like little social media video that I did, I tagged him like, hey, Steve, check this out. And so I'm saying all of this to, just to say I've learned that all of this shit, I'm sorry if, if I can say that, oh, yeah, all of this shit is about relationships. Even moving forward after we graduate, it's about relationships. And the hardest thing is, is when you first meet a person, you don't automatically just, I'm, you know, of course not for all people, you don't just mm-hmm. automatically snap like, oh, we got a relationship. You have to continue to, you know what I mean? And you can meet, and I'm even learning, bro, even at these networking events. Like, yeah, you can meet a person, get a person's number, social media, but that don't mean shit. No. Because you still got to put the work in after that. You still have to reach out and, you know, mm-hmm. communicate and build, you know, ask to meet for coffee, ask to meet or for zoom and you know what i mean it's like mm. little stuff that you have to keep you know kind of feeding feeding until one day you get that opportunity or you know so i say all of that to say is that i'm really learning um and from there and, and like i said even when COVID, even during COVID, 
nothing was happening. No opportunities, no work, nothing. But I, I kept hitting Steve up, and I was like, I kept, you know, I kept calling him. I'm like, hey, I'm here. You know, just letting him know, like, hey, I'm here. And, bro, since we've gotten back in school, Steve has gotten me on at the Oscars. Steve has gotten me on at the Emmys. Steve has gotten me on at uh, 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 Sir Elton John's private party as a talent escort. And I say wow. all of that to say is I tripped so hard during COVID. I was so salty. I was so mad that my opportunity was lost. Yeah. But two years later, by keeping that relationship, by not being like, ah, okay, whatever, you know, I... Fuck it, you know, I forget that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I kept, you know, and that's the thing is about, it's, it's all about the process and having to like stay persistent. And that's with anything. Mm-hmm. Like I said, with any job that we get from now on, from any person we meet, networking, anything, we have to keep, we have to stay on it, stay on it, stay on it. And, it hard, and it's hard. It sucks. It's going to be a lot of times where it's like, damn, man, I didn't get nowhere with that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that, that phone call didn't, <laughs> we ain't talk about shit. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I feel like, after keeping that relationship going, it's to the point now, like, yo, the career development has helped me out. That's awesome. And so I feel you where you say, like, right before graduation, it's a little anxiety, it's a little nervousness, because I feel the same way. But then at the same time, I'm like, I, right. I'm like, but I, th- I think, I think they, I think they might be able to to help me out yeah. in some way. For sure. I think so, man. So that, that's like what a, I'm, I'm. It feels like a gut punch. To me, because I'm like, man, this is all the stuff I've been missing out. That's interesting, and 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 I really, I really love to hear that that you're reflecting on your time, mm-hmm. like in school, because I think that's so important um, with anything that we do in life, and anything you know, as far as like when we're about to move to the next step. Because I yeah. feel like reflecting can help us to help better us for for the future or for the next for sure. situation. Yeah. So, and the reason and the reason I say this is because I've recently asked myself that same question and not to like rub it in, but I I I asked myself I'm like is it anything that you could have done differently yeah. since I've been in like me since I've been in school and I and I thought about it and I was like no. I said I truly 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 feel That's like I've done every single thing possible that I could do and so when we talk about where we're at in life, where it's like, damn, we're both anxious about graduating. I feel like we, it's, it's good for us to weigh, you know, what's going on in life and how we feel, you know, like, like you just, you, you finish your thesis. That's mm-hmm. shit. That's a way in yeah. the positive. Like you got that. You, you like shit. Yeah. yeah. We, we both got our, we both just finished our thesis. So that's a positive for us. That's something that we're taking from school. Do you know, it's a lot of people that <laughs> graduate and, don't have anything, anything to show. It's true. So that's putting us a little step ahead, you know what I mean, of the competition mm-hmm. or or our peers or whatnot. So it, it, I feel like it's really good to to reflect on that. And so, yeah, so I, I've, I've thought about it, and I was like, man, I feel like I've done everything. But it's not too late, though. Like you say, you got your meeting. You got a meeting mm-hmm. coming up with them and whatnot. So keep that in your head, even moving forward. When we graduate, we, can, we still have um, – contact yeah. with the career development the, the career development they're still reaching out to the damn why the fuck do i sound like i'm <laughs> like i'm a, like, like i'm a representative of the yeah i know right but no but but this is just things that i've seen and the reason i'm i'm so passionate about it is because i see a lot of my peers that um you know that that really don't know how like 
dope the opportunities are out there. Yeah, I can say. Or even I'll go, I'll go on like I'll go online and like read the reviews for the school, and a lot of people talk mad shit about the school. Like, yo, the school don't help us out. Blah blah blah. And I'm just saying as a testament, like as a student, as a veteran, the school they help, but it's 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 you you just have to know. Who and like how- not even really who, but you, I think I feel like it's just like you gotta take the opportunities that are given. So just like even with you and your thesis, you took that opportunity mm-hmm. and you did your thesis. It's a lot of students that have graduated and ain't got a thesis. That's true. That's important to me. That's like after all of these years in school, this is the final product. This is literally everything that we've done or, or worked towards. Mm-hmm. to put together and, I, and i'm not judging anybody that doesn't do a thesis in oh, sure. life yeah. but i'm just saying as far as like as far as understanding the assignment and getting the job done like i feel like we do all of this to, to get yeah. to the end to be like all right let's do this thesis you I know agree. so to see that you did that i salute you for that thank you bro. yeah I man appreciate you. you know i salute you for that too bro thank you thank it's, you it's just hard too man it's easy but it's hard you know, it's easy because you love doing it, but it's hard because there's a lot of factors into it's it. It's a journey, bro. Yeah, it's definitely. a journey, man. Um, it's a it's a it's a very anxious journey, but at the same time, I'm excited okay. though. I'm excited, but I I'm. Was, I was like nervous the whole time, like mm-hmm. anxious, like you were saying. But I get what you're saying. I was excited too. What you mean, as far as like uh, filming your filming? Yeah, your thesis? filming mm-hmm. my thesis. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. incredibly anxious filming my thesis, man, because like. Yeah, and I stayed anxious during the whole shoot. But uh, yeah. besides the point, uh, <laughs> now I, well, I wanted to talk to you about that too. I want to yeah. ask you, like, um, like you know, reflecting. You know, I know you've had time to reflect on that. So how how do you feel about how do you feel about it? What what have you learned from that? What are some things that you would do different, maybe? Yeah. Or okay, yeah, and you know, I, I, this isn't like directed towards anybody in particular. This isn't like. Oh, like, you know, I don't want certain people around. No, I like appreciate and love my crew. And mm-hmm. like, they're all really close friends of mine. But sometimes like there's a, there's a few things I wish I would have chose differently. You know, them, I think the way I approached it all together, like as a developmental aspect, I think I should have spent more time on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I had like the storyboards, I had the shot list, I had this and that. Mm-hmm. But I felt so overwhelmed during the process because, like, the only person that was really helping me during the process, other than, like, the few times I met up with the DP, was Hutch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hutch was, like, my right-hand man the whole time. Like, he was with me with every single problem. He's like, you know, we're fine. You know, we got this. Do your thing, mm-hmm. Joseph. You know, so shout out to hudge for real you yes know, sir he was, yeah, he was yeah. really the backbone of that whole production him and joseph reese were you know really the backbone of that production my guy hutch yeah man they're both you know great yeah. men for yeah, sure yeah. You, and, know, uh, you know hutch was a producer on my joint too yeah, so dude. yeah so he, he knows how to get shit he done. really saved the day him uh juan and my um and my campaign manager Rianne. yeah yeah bro they I know you had three producers on yours. I was like, man, bro, man. I, bro, I needed it, man, because man, that was a yours looked really put together. Like that was my regret. Was mine wasn't well put together. Like my thought process wasn't well put together. Like as far as what though? What you mean? Because from what like, I like, saw, it was like, like it was, I was inspired yeah, was by well your put, set. I just like like I guess it goes back to being like anxious the whole time. I just felt like so overwhelmed the whole entire time that like 
I felt like I couldn't think straight and I felt like too many people wanted too many things from me that they mm -hmm. should already known mm -hmm. when we were shooting. Like they should have known that pre-production, you know, like I was saying kind of before the thing started and, you know, like I was really mad about it at first, but now I'm like at peace with it. And I've kind of just, you know, had my own thoughts on it was that, you know, like a lot of people bail too. Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people that like, <clears throat> and it's, it's okay. Like, it's okay that people bail. Like I get it. Like they were working for free. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's no hard feelings there because like at the end of the day, I've done the same thing. So like, I can't really like bash on it. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it was really, it was a big bummer to see so many people, you know, bail and some people were sick some people said they were sick when i knew they weren't sick mm -hmm. you know what i mean because like i i talk to people you mm -hmm. know what i mean like people talk to me you yeah. know what i mean like i'm not an idiot yeah. you know what i mean so like sometimes i wish i would have picked certain you know things better but you know everyone worked so hard though like everyone worked so hard everyone was so dedicated to it um during the shoot though uh, I had a studio teacher. Mm. <sighs> this is why you don't work with kids. Mm. Not because of the kids. <laughs> not because of the parents. Yeah. Sometimes the parents, but this time not the parents. Not but because of the legal aspects behind children in film. You just, oh, it's so stressful. And so like my studio teacher, not only did he infect my whole crew with COVID. So he brought COVID onto set. So the day before we shot my thesis was my birthday. Mm -hmm. I spent, I timed it. Me and Sabrina like timed it on, you know how like you had to stop and go watch on the iPhone. We timed it. I spent like a total of like five to six hours. Arguing, oh, you're good. I spent like a total of five to six hours talking to this dude on the phone on my birthday about laws and how they should be and this and that. And like, in an argumentative way. Yeah. Like, cause he was pretty much like saying, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I was like, I do because I spent the last like four weeks of my life reading this stuff non-stop, bro. Like, cause I don't want to fuck up. Like, I don't want to get like in trouble or get fined ten thousand dollars because I mishandled a child on set or some yeah. crazy shit like that. Anyway, he's making this big deal about how the kids have to be there at this certain time. He's making a humongous deal about it. Uh, they had to be there at a certain time. I was like, all right, cool, great. I'll have them there. They showed up there on the dot, right? You know what this man? This man was 45 minutes late. Mm. So I had the kids there illegally for 45 minutes. Mm. And if like any like type of officer or anything rolled up on my shoot, checked my shit, they would have saw that I had permits for I have a killing, but they would have saw I didn't have a studio teacher and I would have got shut down. Mm. So he put me in a really tight situation. So that really sucked. Dealing with COVID really sucked during that because COVID shut down my whole shoot the day before we were supposed to wrap too. Mm -hmm. And so, and I was leaving for Brazil the next week mm. and I couldn't get everyone to shoot it the next day or yeah. I couldn't get anyone to shoot it after I got b I back right that. away. So I had to wait till like November 1st to mm -hmm. shoot everything. But then that's when everyone like bailed, even though like I'm not solid. I'm actually, I guess I'm still a little salty about it, but, <laughs> but like, like bail to the point where like you couldn't get it finished or get it done. Like I got it done, I got it done, which I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. But for the amount of money I spent on it, I was really like disappointed. Yeah, in people because 
I've had their backs like crazy, mm-hmm. like crazy through the years. And I've never asked for like a favor because I, I just don't direct shit. Like, honestly, like I don't like do productions like on my own. And so I never asked for a favor. So this is like one time I asked for a favor. Now everyone pulled through, yeah. which is fine. You know, like I can't, you know, be butthurt about that because it's again for free. And on top of that, no one's obligated to do shit. No one owes me nothing. You know, the world doesn't owe me anything. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, there was just a lot of hardships and lessons within that timeline, you know, of like, especially when the day hit and I realized there was a lot of people who weren't showing up. Some people were legit sick and I understand that. Mm. But other people were not. Yeah. You know, and they still like, just like, you know, and then I heard something from someone else saying other stuff and I was like, all right, I was mm. like, whatever. Yeah, and I trust that other person more than the other person saying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, oh, I don't know. Sorry, I just, man. Yeah, no, it's good, man. It's just like, I learned a lot of lessons. I spent like $8,000 on that shit. Geez. Okay. So I, I think I have like kind of the right to be salty about it. Like, because like, I just like, I don't know. Like a big thing is, is like, personally, I kept hitting up people personally. I didn't have to because I was the director. It's, you know, kind of. You know, I love Hutch, but most of the time it's like the producer's job to do this part, which he was doing this anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just helping out, but I was hitting up people to be like, make sure you're good for the first, make sure you're good for the first texted people like crazy, dude. Some saw them, some just left me on right. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And they saw it. And then like, I swear, like five people like the night before, like texted or called me. I was like, I'm not going to make it. I was like, mm. I was like, y'all, I was like, y'all had like six weeks notice. I was like, we haven't shot in like six weeks. And I was just, I was just super disappointed with it. I was salt. I was super, super salty about it at first. Yeah. But now I'm like, you know, it is what it is. I'm learning. Like, I don't know if you know who I'm talking about, but I have like, I had a certain beef with somebody. I'm oblivious to it. They worked on your set. It's not why it's not why I didn't go, but oh. ah, okay, yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah. I oh, I did ah, yeah, ah, okay. And yeah, you know what? It's, it, it's so funny because now conversations are yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, okay. He okay. has nothing to do with that timeline, but what I'm saying is, I agree with what you're saying about relationships. Mm-hmm. Though, is I'm not trying to have beef with anybody. Yeah, anymore. even though I feel salty towards that person, yeah. I don't want to have beef with that person anymore because like. What is the point of that? Like, we all work in the same industry. Like, we might as well all help each other out while we can. Like, we can be mad at each other. That's cool. But, like, we don't need to, like, disown each other completely. You know I don't I mean? know, man, because there's some folks. <laughs> I'm like, there's, nah, some, there's some there folks are, I'm just like, nah, I'm good on them. I wouldn't. That's, like, that's and, but, 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 uh, but so, like, uh, so I can say. I think when you're getting to the top versus when you're at the top, it's different, though. Well, I would, so. In that, in the relationships, you know, I, I definitely think it's all about your team that you have, mm-hmm. and going back on as as we reflect on our college career, mm-hmm. I look back and I think about okay, the team that I have come across since I have been in school, like you, I knew Chris and Daniel prior mm-hmm. to school, but thinking how knowing them introduced me to you, Hutch, uh, you know, just, just a name, Shay, Shay Bella, you know, Devante, you know, just a number of different people. Um, 
And even on my set, man, I was looking at like all of the people that were there. I'm like, damn, I've met a lot of these people through like Chris mm-hmm. and Daniel, but I look at it, I look at them and I'm like, okay, yo, this is the team. And of course, not like every single person, but it's like these are the people that the people that we've come across, the people that we know that we can tolerate, that we like, that we work good together. It's like, yeah, we can. I don't want to say have beef with somebody, but we. I feel like it's okay to be like, eh, I'm good on that person. It's okay. Yeah, I yeah, no, I, I agree to that. It's okay to like disassociate yourself, or be that. like, or oh, or like, nah, I, I wouldn't work, work with that, with that person. person. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like I don't know, like certain situations. It's different, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. It. Certain situations are different. Like my situation, I'm talking about was like over some stupid ass shit. Yeah. Some like over some stupid ass shit that there's like no reason to end a friendship over. You I know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, I feel you. And it's just it's just like childish shit. So like things like that, you know. But like if they like screw you over with work or like they yeah. like they purposely try to like you know damage your career or you know you just don't work well together. Period. Yeah. That's fine. Like, you know, like, but I just don't think that people should like, I don't know, especially in the business. Cause it's all about, you know, like you're saying relationships in the business, mm-hmm. that one bad, like the way I view it <clears throat> is I don't want to have beef with anybody because that one bad mouth could talk to that one person that could probably change my life. Yeah. Or that one person that you beefing with could one day get in, in position. You know what I mean? Like it or was vice suck versa. one day. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I want to be able to give that person not be like a fucking cocksucker mm-hmm. in the future. Be like, Oh, we had that beef way back in the day. I don't forgive you for that shit. Yeah. I'm still salty for that. Fuck you. Like that, stupid. that or, or to see, or, you know, either or to be in a position and like, let's say you run into somebody out one day, you run, not somebody but run into that person out one day and they've, made it and it's like oh shit i used to go to school you know what i mean it's like a easy that would have been an easy you know hey remember me type of thing but if you got beef with them or if y'all left off i may not it may as well not even talk to him you know what i mean so 100 yeah no i feel you though man i feel you okay so um how was your set though like like oh wait before before we move on your set mm. i will say though like at, at the end of the day like everything like falls back on me like it was my set i feel like you know some of the people maybe have left maybe like the set environment wasn't like ideal you know in a sense mm-hmm. because i was anxious all the time i was stressed out i got like half my like i let like daniel and like joe and like hutch handle like a lot of things and then you know like they did an amazing job, but it was a very stressful set because, like, like I said, I just wasn't as prepared as I probably should have been. Which day was the most stressful for you? Oh, definitely the last day. Okay. The, like, the first two days were amazing. Like, okay. I loved, like, the way everything flowed and, you know, like, it was fantastic. Other than the studio teacher. Yeah. Um you know, you know, the day we shot in the hospital when you That's shot. That's why I'm saying scene. I'm surprised to hear that because like that day and it then, was perfect. That day was yeah. like I got inspired by your set. That day was so fun. It was good. Everything was positive. Everything ran smooth. Uh, everything that was day quiet. Was really fun. Yeah. You know and what then, I mean? Yeah. And then the next day was really fun as well. Mm. But it was just that last day where I had to postpone because of COVID. It was just that last day. And like. I could just tell, like, just, like, reading the room, like, half the people didn't want to be there because it was just such a dragged-on production, which mm. is understandable. I mean, I, like, 
I've been in that situation and I don't want to be there. You know, sometimes, you know, so it's a normal, it's a human feeling. So like at the end of the day, everything like falls back on me. And I think it might've been like the environment of my set, or it might've been the fact that we dragged it on too long and people were just like, yeah, I'm over it. You know, I get that. But at the same time, it kind of goes back to like, I, I felt like my friends owed me one. Yeah. Like hardcore. Like yeah. I just done a lot of free shit for everybody. Yeah. And like, not everyone pulled through like I was hoping they would. Yeah. And then like after production, they would act like nothing. Like, like I like confronted one of them about it and they acted like nothing. Like they acted like stupid about it. I was like, dude, I was like, bro. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I know, like, I know, like you, you like told me in a different way. You just don't realize you told me in a different way. Yeah. I was like, I know, you know what I mean? So like, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. Cause like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be salty about it because I'm not, cause I don't have beef with anybody. Yeah. I feel you. I just, I'm just disappointed because I spent so much money on it and money's not like a huge thing to me. It's just that that was a lot of money. Like I didn't have, Yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was a lot of money I didn't have that I'm going to have to pay back. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause I wasn't able to get my full entire budget. Like I, like I was able to get like. 80% of my budget, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But to like feed everybody good food and like get the miscellaneous toys we needed for the kid yeah. and like the clothes and stuff like it, like I had to get a little extra dough. So like, it was just like, it hurt my feelings a lot that like, it just wasn't exactly how I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But I, I main, I, I blame it all on COVID though. Like for real, because like, if COVID didn't stop my shoot, that shoot would have been so smooth and yeah. so easy. And like by that day, I could just tell everyone wanted to just like go home and everyone was tired and exhausted. I was like, yeah. By the time we got to like 9 p.m., I was like, yeah, everyone's definitely wanting to go home. Yeah. We did like, I think like 11 to 9, you know, and I was like, all right, let's go. I mean, but during the, but during that, but during that set, it was. It was it, it was it, it was smooth though. Almost. Yeah, it was smooth. Mm, the last day wasn't as smooth as the other two days. No, no. Do you mind? Like as far as yeah, what, yeah. Like, I can't like, explain like, it. Like if they get mad at me, like they can text me. I don't care. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whatever. But like, for instance, like you know, my DP is like my best friend mm -hmm. out here. You know what I mean. Me and him have never like beefed mm -hmm. before, and we beefed on that set. Really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we like I would I I remember why I was upset that day. I had lost lost someone I knew that day, mm -hmm. and people were disagreeing with me on my shoot. So mm -hmm. I was just kind of getting pricky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind yeah. of dicky and like douchey and stuff. Because I was just getting irritated at that point. And like on top of that, all I'm thinking about is this person that I just lost. I'm like I'm like I can't think straight. Yeah. Yeah. And so like you know. Uh, we beefed a little bit and we like, you know, made up like an hour later and blah, blah, blah. But like that made the shoot rough. And, you know, uh, the people that were missing, I wasn't able to fill all their positions. Mm -hmm. Shout out, shout out to every single person that came in at last second. For real. I appreciate you, Allison, Divya. And I'm sorry if I'm missing anybody else, but you guys are rock stars. Thank you so much. But yeah, like I had to get people. I had to call people at like six o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, "Yo, um, I gotta shoot like an hour outside of LA in like two hours. Yeah. Like, do you think you can do this?" And like, thank God for Hutch and Daniel and Joe because yeah. they all really pulled through. But it was just 
nevertheless, I'm super happy that I, uh, I'm super, super happy that I got all the kids shit shot first. Oh yeah. Oof. Oh my gosh. The kids cost like three grand in total Ooh. between fees, dealing with shit. What? The studio teacher. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And for him to show up and do what again? Be late. What did he teach? With COVID. What did he teach? Nothing. He, he didn't do anything. Nothing, he just bro. sat around on set, about? bro. He didn't even watch the kids half the time. Come Fuck that dude. On, I was yo. so mad. You have no, like, Ooh, Hutch had is... to, like, I don't even remember his name. I didn't care enough. I didn't care that. Hutch had to, like, like legitimately calm me down. I was like, bro, yo. I'm, I'm going to lose my shit. I hate, I hate, I, well, let me, let me say, I hate that you, I hate that this happened to you, but I don't want to say I like hearing this, but I like hearing this because I want to ask you mm -hmm. as far as reflecting on what to do different next time, what you, mm -hmm. what, what, what went wrong. I know you say COVID, but this is all good to be able to reflect, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's all about, okay, for the next shoot doing it better getting mm -hmm. better um so yeah so that, that's what i want i would like to ask you man as far as reflecting yeah reflecting wise um definitely work harder in developmental stage of things that's for sure um definitely talk to more people before production starts to make sure they're good to go and everything's good to go because that was a huge problem too um, and that's, like I said, all this stuff falls back on me. You know what I mean? I'm the general source of all the information. So if it doesn't get out there, that's at the end of the day on me. And that's something I learned too, is like, it's not my team's fault if I fuck up, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, you know, if they didn't get, for instance, like my editor, I was like, why is he editing? Like for like the first week he was editing. I was like, why is he editing this wrong? And because my dumb ass only ever gave him the first copy of the script not the like eighth copy of the oh. script i was on oh wow and so he was like this scene's missing this yeah. scene's missing i can't find the sounds for this yeah. and i was like what do you mean and it, i was like send me your script and it was like the january 27 oh, yeah. 2021 copy i was like oh yeah. no and so like it's at the end of the day, it's like all on me. And so like, I just really learned that when it comes to pre-production, I need to be on my shit more. Um, my team was like fantastic. At the end of the day, they're fantastic. My actors and actresses. Oh my God, dude. Uh, well, you're going to see the rough cut before you leave tonight. Nice, the, nice. the actresses are just amazing. And the kids are great too. Yeah. Uh, you know, and my whole crew is just amazing rock stars for real. Like, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, all the problems that happen fall back on me. You know what I mean? It's like, a lot though, man. Yeah. Our thesis is like, they're kind of, our thesis is they're kind of similar though. I know both of ours deal with opioid addiction with our, with both our mothers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you know, so kind of going off of mine, I kind of want to ask you, you know, how was your shoot? How was you know, what, what did you reflect on? What did you, what did you learn the most? Is there any, you know, is there anything that went south that you were hoping that didn't or, you know, lay it on us, man, reflecting on my thesis. So, um, the film that, that I, I wrote and directed, uh, is called uh, room service. It's about a mother, um, a mother struggling with addiction 
desperately tries to convince her estranged husband to come home only to find out that the best way to move forward is letting go. And it's a story that is uh, loosely inspired um, on my mom's uh, struggles with opioid addiction before she passed away in 2020. And um, and so you ask, how did it go? Man, when I tell you, or, or you ask as far as like reflecting, like, you know, how do I feel about it? I'm grateful, man. Um, Likewise. I am grateful. I have so much gratitude. Like ever since I've... Um, Ever since we wrapped on production, bro, I've really just been on this natural high, like on this cloud nine feeling uh, because everything just worked mm-hmm. out so perfectly. Um, man, this project, it 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 pushed me in a lot of different areas that I've never been into. It pushed me in a lot of uncomfortable areas um, for uh, for this one. We we did the whole uh, fundraiser campaign we raised about seven thousand dollars uh for the entire project and just doing that alone bro was a lot because Mm -hmm. i have never i could never even fathom like the thought of somebody giving me money to uh to shoot a film um and to get out there and to first ask people because you know how it is you know with pride and whatnot like Mm -hmm. like asking people for money that's just something that i'm I don't even like to ask my my parents or like my grandma yeah, for uh for for money. Um but yeah, that so that was hard for me and uh but 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 it like I said it, it pushed me in a uh in a lot of uncomfortable places, but I got it done. You know what I mean? I got the job done. Um and like I said, we you know, shout out to everybody who supported, who uh went on our seed and spark, who donated to the film. Uh, everybody who supported, supported and donated, we got a bunch of cool uh, incentives coming you all's way. So just know that the production at the film could not have been done without your support. Uh, and even with that, man, like I like I reached out to a lot of people, you know, as far as like uh, donating. I got I got put on red for, you know, for some um, some people told me they would do it, never got back to me. And I know that it opens up for a little bit of saltiness and a mm-hmm. little bit of but. I also had in my mind too, like, okay, well, nobody's obligated. And like I said, even fathoming the the thought mm-hmm. of somebody giving me money, I'm like, bro, I'm and I and I would tell people if any, like, if somebody could just even give me twenty five dollars or fifteen dollars, ten dollars, I'm like, that's 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 enough, for, not enough, but I'm, you know what I mean? I'm I'm grateful for that. So man, so yeah, shout out to everybody who 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 supported and did that um, the film turned out amazing the actors were amazing uh the crew uh was amazing the sets was amazing um everything is just amazing yeah, bro it and looks great online thank thank you bro thank you yeah. I, I got i got mine too so i can show you a yeah i can show you a oh, cut yeah, of mine too it, yeah yeah man uh so yeah so i'm like i'm like 50 percent done with uh yeah. you know with, with post or as far as like uh cutting it and doing the sound and everything but um yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I feel real positive about it. I really cannot wait to, um, you know, take it on the film circuit. I really feel Dude, like both same. of our, both of our wait. films are, uh, are heavy topics, man. Um, and like, even when I was reading your script, bro, it really felt like, like both of ours was like Likewise, on the same, yeah. like, 
like level like damn near like one of the scenes i'm like damn that's how mine damn near ends you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. But, so now that's, that's that's really cool man it, it was it was uh it was real dope being on your set and like i said from that day that i was on with you everything looked great bro so i even you know from the shots you know looking at the monitor and you know from the steals it that you've look, been it posting looks, it looks beautiful yeah, yeah man everything looks good man so i'm i'm real positive about that man i'm just real hopeful uh i'm getting to this point where man i'm ready to take this shit to the next level me too like i'm i'm tired of being i'm tired of feeling like i'm stagnant i'm tired of i'm tired of being that student i'm tired of yes yes tired of being that student and i'm tired of of doing this on an amateur level yeah same I feel like my whole life, um, I've done I've done things on an amateur level, but I've always had this mainstream mindset. And when I say that, I mean like I've always had the desire to want to get my work to the point to where me too my stuff is being seen worldwide. My stuff is being able to not just help out my personal family and friends, not not help or you know inspire or help out or be seen by my personal family and friends, but seen by people mm-hmm. and make, can, can touch people who I've never met a day in my life. Um, and, and so I'm just, I'm at a point now, man, where I'm like, I'm trying to figure out how to take everything to the next level, bro. And even like with like, you know, I salute you for with, with your production. You say like it costs like $8,000 to do it. But the fact that you, you you put that into it that shows that you that that you were serious and that you cared about your production quality and that, mm-hmm. that you weren't just trying to put some bs together and mm-hmm. you know just and, and put it out and i guess i'm just to that point where i'm just like i'm tired of putting bs out. yeah i'm tired you. of putting out work that's like that looks amateur that looks like oh yeah they yeah they're still in school yeah they they still got more to more to learn mm-hmm. i'm like no nah, bro i need i need i'm trying i need my shit to look like that shit can be on netflix yeah that shit same. can be on amazon prime and i'm like because why not i'm like we have all of the tools first well first of all we have the education you know what i mean we're about to graduate with so that i feel like that puts us on on in the another level like mm-hmm. where we're educated filmmakers you know what i mean um so so that's one and then being in this era being in this place where we have everything that is so obtainable equipment uh lenses cameras lights you know what i mean and then like i said going back to those relationships we and i know you say that like you had people bail out on you and whatnot but i still feel like you got a team Oh and, yeah, and maybe not like you know, every, you know, but I still feel like I still have a full blown team. You, uh, yeah, you, you you still got a team. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's if you look back on where we were three years ago, right? I feel like we can say we're at a way better place as far as like being able to hit people up and being like, "Yo, can you help me with this?" or "Can you point me in the right direction for that?" I know I can. Mm-hmm. I remember one at one point, it was like shit, three four years ago, I was in my apartment way before I even started really doing film. I was outside and I looked across the street and some guys were like filming. I don't know what they were filming. I don't know what they were doing. I just saw camera equipment and microphones and, and stuff. And I, I just instantly got like this, mm-hmm. this jittery feeling. I'm like, oh, I want to yeah. go over there. I want to know what they're doing, you know? And, and I'm like, oh I, oh, I wish I could be around people who are doing things like this. And now three, four years later, man, I'm like, I'm around people who are doing things like yeah. this. 
You know what I mean? I feel like I can reach out to you and be like, hey, bro, can you help me out with this? I feel like I can reach out to Chris Daniels, Hutch, mm-hmm. or any, you know, people like that. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, so I'm grateful, man. I say I'm all of that to too. say I'm, I'm, I'm grateful um, where I'm at with it. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. That's man. good, man. That's good. And, you know, it's a lot of, you know, like you were saying, though, you know, both of our theses deal with such a, like, heavy subject, dude. How, how did you, I want to know, how did you come about dealing with that subject with your actors? How did you put into words how they're supposed to feel, I guess you could say? Like, for me, I found it tricky with Barbara. She's an amazing actress. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to tell her how she felt because mm-hmm. I want her to be her authentic self. But I, I wanted... I still wanted to get the message across. Did you have any trouble getting the message across with your actors or were it was everyone pretty, you know, on point? Um, was, well, well, let me say shout out to my, uh, to my actors, uh, my, uh, yeah, uh, for the the main character who played Nicole, uh, we got Kiki Wineglass, and then who played uh, Samuel, we got uh, Aaron Atkinson, and then who played uh, our housekeeper, we got uh, Shea Bella. So yo, shout out to uh, all of my actors. Thank you all for being a part of the project. Y'all did amazing. The cut looks great. Um, and to answer your question, as far as like how did I um, relay that to them, um. It wasn't it wasn't really hard for me because I feel like um, when I when I spoke to them and then even when I told them, you know, the story from the jump, uh, I was kind of intentional with, with everything, uh, you know, that I was saying. And when I say that, as far as like I was explaining the situation, mm-hmm. I guess, of the story, explaining really more of where the character was and not really like, OK, I need you to. To feel That's like what this, I, I need did. you okay. to show. Yeah, so really just like, okay, the character, and at this part of the story, the character is going through this. So I think like that, instead of That's like... That's what I, I would do yeah, with yeah, yeah. Barbara was... Uh, I would say her last name, but I don't want to butcher it. Yeah, I feel, I feel so, But you know who you are, Barbara. Shout <laughs> out to you. You're amazing. Everyone's going to know your name someday. So anyways... That's what I would do with her, though, is if I didn't like know how to put into words what I wanted to do, I would just like talk about the story that's in my head that like resembles the scene you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i'd be like okay well i remember during this time in my life blah 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 or like the um there's you'll see a scene where she's in the kitchen smoking a cigarette and i just explained i was like i came out one time my mom was just sifting through these photos smoking a cigarette looking out the window pacing back and forth she gets up paces back and forth and i was like I literally told her, I was like, I trust you. Do with that what you will. And we took several different takes, and they were all fantastic. So, you know what I mean? So, like, I feel you. I understand what you mean. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, now, so it's, it really wasn't hard uh, relaying or, or getting them. Now, I can't say that that was, you know, was when we talk about anxieties, I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things that are are on that, on that plate or that list of anxieties before – working with actors because it's like okay how am i you know or, well one is like okay are they going to be able to understand where i'm coming from and are they going to be able to get it or are they going to be able to mm-hmm. click with with my vision and and with what i'm seeing for the character so i, I know that's one yeah i always suffer from imposter syndrome when i like what you mean like like when i like when i'm like directing or 
even for this, for instance, like when we're talking, I feel like, uh, you know what imposter syndrome is, right? Explain it. So imposter syndrome is like when you may or you may not know what you're doing, but you feel like you're full of shit pretty much. Like, I feel like, for instance, Mm. I feel like I'm not believable. Oh God. Even if like you shouldn't be doing it. Like, like I shouldn't be doing it. Exactly. Like I don't feel like I'm believable and I shouldn't be doing it. Now, why is that, though? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I suffer from imposter syndrome because, like, not everybody in the world feels like that when they do it. But it kind of goes back to my last day on my thesis, too. I felt like that on my thesis because, mm. like, although we were all doing it and everything, I felt so disorganized because of just all the things that had hit me that day and the night before. I felt so disorganized and so disconnected that I just, like, felt like an imposter. Hmm, but we were still able to execute it, you know, well, and like everything was shot beautifully and it looked really nice. And like, I'm super happy with the way my team worked and everything. I just felt even when I do this podcast, sometimes I'll be talking. Even when I hear myself in post, I'm like, bro, I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, you sound like you're full of shit. Like, oh, no, even man. if I know I'm not, even if I know I'm not and like I'm be, trying to be genuine, I don't find my voice believable. Really? Oh yeah, we gotta get rid of that. We got. We That's gotta, what I'm saying. Uh, we gotta like, shake that off, man. We now. Nah, I feel like COVID did that to me though. Really? Because before COVID hit, dude, I like was on this like high for like two years straight, bro, of just like grinding and grinding and grinding. And COVID hit and like knocked me off that grind and made us all sit down forever. Yeah. And I just haven't been able to bounce back. Like I used to like. I used to like be so dedicated in the things I did. Like when I went to, when I lived in Oregon before, right before I moved here, I used to wake up at like 5 a.m., go to the gym until like six or no, I'd go to the gym. I'd leave the gym by like 6.45 or something. Uh, And then I'd go home, take a shower and then go to class. And then I'd go to class till like 3.30. And then I would go to work at a regular job at Buffalo Wild Wings as a cook. From like five to like one, and then I would go to the gym after work, girl, and then do that all over again, yeah. And that's like the type of grind I was on for like years when I lived in Eugene, and then leading up to moving to LA, and then COVID just smacked me out of it. And I just like have not, how would I say, I haven't been able to feel the same way as I Mm. felt back then, like, Mm. I haven't been able to get that groove. That feeling of like, oh, like, I'm fucking the shit. I'm on my shit. I'm on my shit. Yeah, like, I yeah. just haven't been able to get that feeling back. Everyone keeps like, be like, oh, it's so great. This is so great. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's okay. I don't know if that maybe that's too because I'm just so desensitized to the fact that we constantly have to climb mountains that I just don't think it's a big deal either. Maybe like subconsciously. I don't yeah. know. Well, I, I do feel like as humans, we go through those stages, though, mm-hmm. because I, I've, you know, I feel like I felt like that before. Um, you know, sometimes I, you know, there's times, you know, we can feel like low as hell, like the yeah. lowest, like, yo, I ain't shit. Like, I ain't doing shit as, you know, you know, I, then it's times where like, like you say, we on cloud nine and we mm-hmm. are, are like, like you say, I'm fucking killing it right now. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, now, how to get out of that, though? It's How hard. to easily get out of that? I don't know. There is is no it a way? way to get out of it. Is it a way of getting out of that? Or is that just a season that we go through? 
But see, it's like for me, it feels like it's been too long for it to be a season. Though, and really. you say how long? You say you've been going? You say because it's like since pretty COVID. much COVID, dude. I just haven't been like in a groove of like mm. I feel like I I feel confident in my work. I just don't feel confident in myself to pull off the job and for people to believe that I can pull it off. Mm. So are you not believing? So you are you're already saying that you're when you're not feeling like you can do it. Yeah, like, I feel like I believe I can do it, but I also at the same time believe I can't do it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm, actually, I'll put that. I believe I can do it, but I believe that others think I can't. Uh, That's how I should really put it. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know, it's man. It's so interesting. It's, it's so interesting. My brain works weirdly, and, like, that's how, like... That's why I wasn't trying to be salty earlier. And like, at the end of the day, it's like my fault with my crew because it's like my, my, I've just been foggy like this for so long that it's just like, it's a natural thing for me to like feel airheaded. And so like, I even like slowed down my weed usage doesn't work. So like, I'm mm -hmm. thinking about quitting just entirely, hopefully trying to at least mm -hmm. to see if that changes things. But like, I just have not been able to get my groove back, man. Like, and it's weird. It's weird, man. It's really weird. I don't enjoy it. I feel you. Well, well, I'm, well I'm, I hate that for you, and I, I I'm, I'm sorry you got to go through that. Um, I appreciate, it, man. It's all good though, it's, man. It's, it's, it's a sucky stage to be in. Um, especially when we're like, it's like when we're, I think I posted like a clip about it like a few weeks ago, and it's like we get to these moments in life. And you think it's a big deal and then you get to it. It's like graduating. Like my whole life, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to grad. Like, I can't wait to graduate college. It's going to be like the greatest day ever. And then like, I'm a month away from, I'm like, eh, it is what it is. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just like, I don't know if that's just not having excitement for life. Like, I don't know. Like what the fuck it's that something. is. Well, it's something. I don't want to say weird. you don't have an excitement for life, but it's something, it's something that, that's not, for, not, I don't want to say that's not fulfilling you, but it's something. It's something, yeah. It's something. Um, but then at the same time, like I said, as humans, I know we go through those stages. We go yeah. through those seasons. Um, damn. Yeah, man. Um, it's tricky, man. It's tricky. It I've been trying to figure it out forever, man. I'm like, I don't understand. I've tried, like, working out. I've tried eating better. I've, I, you know, I've tried a combination of all of them together, you know, like. And it's, it's just weird. not working? It's just not working. I don't know, man. It's weird. I'm gonna make some changes after Christmas, though. Hopefully, and, and maybe I mean maybe the things will turn around. Yeah, man. I don't, I think it's a lot of it's just like, again, just imposter syndrome. Like I just feel like I'm not like, like for instance, like I know like what I went through with like my heart condition and stuff. But sometimes I feel like people think I'm full of shit. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like. Or, like, I'll be directing. Like, when I was directing Barbara, you know, she was great. She did nothing wrong. But sometimes I felt like I don't know if she believes me. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, so just in my head consciousness. So, yeah, that's internal. Yeah, like, in my head consciousness, like, I don't know if my career thinks I can do this. You know, even if they all believed on in me and they all, like, all definitely, like, reinsured me that yeah. they all have faith in me. It's still something in my head that's just like, yo, like, you got... You gotta start. You gotta start asking yourself why not. That's what I've been doing lately, and I that's I feel like I'm really in that stage now to the point to where it's like a fire in me to the point to where, like it. I'm not, and I don't want to say angers me, but I get like real like aggressive when I'm like, why the why the fuck not me? And I think I'm really in that stage now mm -hmm. because I'm looking 
and I think now even like more than ever, like with social media, and I've noticed that like just say like with social media, you got different people. Um, you got some people who can see other people doing well on social media mm-hmm. or like rich people, you know, people flaunting money, vacations, nice cars, blah, blah, blah. And some people will really be like, will 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 let that get them depressed or get them down or to the point to where it's like, all right, I need to take a break from social media. I need to get away from this shit. I, you know, uh, I, I know people personally uh, who do that. And then I feel like myself, I'll see that. And I'll get, I'll look like, why can this motherfucker have it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or like, what are they doing that, you know, or what makes them so, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm, or just say like, if I see a, a director or another videographer or something like that, and I'm like, okay, well, what makes his work, you know, that much better than mine? So I'm getting to the point now where I even going back to the, or like the production quality and like moving forward, I'm to the point to where I'm like, I need to take this shit to the next level That's because I see so many people out here taking this shit to the next level. And it's not, and it's not A-list celebrities. It's not, um, you know, all these rich, it's just regular everyday people. Mm-hmm. And even like, like working during the Oscars and the Emmys, man, it was days like I was working the event and just seeing regular people walking around with their Emmys and, you know, celebrating. It's just like they were doing jobs like, uh, production design, sound, yeah. make, you know, stuff, makeup, stuff like that. But I'm like, everybody out here can eat. So why can't I not eat? Yeah, exactly. It's so many people that I know that are like struggling in life, broke, whatever. I'm like, I've come across those people my whole life. I've rarely come across rich people, uh, people who are on their shit that's doing, you know, doing this, doing that owns biz blah 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 all this good shit and i'm like okay i need to be around people like that and i need to get to this level so i guess that's where i'm just at right now i'm like why not me yeah that's a good uh, place like, to be that's a place i want to be you yeah know I mean? man i think i'm i think i'm really kind of chining in on that you know what i mean especially since i got my teeth fixed yeah and th- see it's like you know i think it's just a confidence thing yeah life, you know what i mean yeah. so like you know at the end of the day i know we're both gonna be like you know not i'm not trying to be cocky but i know we're we're both going to be successful in this business yes. along with our whole crew. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's get, it's bound to happen. Like, you know, if you stick with it, it's going to happen no matter what. Yeah, man. It's kind of the mainstream aspect too. It's like, I, I feel the same way. Like I want my shit to be mainstream and people, you know, call us posers, whatever. I don't care. Like I want our shit to be mainstream because like you want to affect a larger population. You don't want to be like, cool. Like let's do the indie stuff. Cool. Like that's cool and all, but like nobody's really like, watching it you know or the I mean? independent stuff is going mainstream you know what i mean or yeah. or, or it's getting to the point to where mm-hmm. you know it's, it's it's more eyes are are starting to be on the independent stuff yeah. my thing is like i'm just tired of putting my work out and it's just sitting on social media maybe getting a couple of hundred Same. maybe a thousand or so views because i'm to the point to where i'm like why not me yeah if this person over here is getting their shit seen and 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 at I feel that in a way. Film festivals and getting awards and stuff like that. And, you know, it's not just all about that. But I'm like, I want to be able to put, I I got something to say as well. You got something to say as well. You know what I mean? Like, we we have voices. We have stories that we're trying to tell, man. And I'm like, why not us? We have a degree. We have a film degree. We're out here in L.A. We have the team of people. 
no matter how many people that is, we got people who will pull up and help us out, right? Exactly. Um, so I feel like having all of that puts us at a at another level from just the regular person who who just like, hey, I'm just gonna start filming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And those people <laughs> end up making it. Just true. You know, so if 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 it can happen for somebody else, man, it, it can definitely it can happen, happen for, for us, us, bro. For sure. And I tell you, man, from the outside looking in, you look like you you know what the fuck you're doing. You I look appreciate like you got it, it going man. On. Thank you so much. See the, the the smile. That's bro. You, I'm telling you, man. I, I walked in here, bro. It's like you 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 already. I'm already seeing you on another level. So no, keep fuck Thank all you. of that, bro. All of that stuff in your Thank head you, about like you not doing and you don't know what you're doing. Forget that, bro. You know what you're doing. I appreciate it, Keep bro. killing Thank that you so shit, much. bro. And likewise, I feel the same way about you, bro. I saw pictures. I heard stories, dude. You obviously cultivated that set in a way that, like, blew everyone away. Hutch told me. I don't know if he wanted me to tell you this or not. I'm going to tell you anyways. Yeah. So, if he gets upset, whatever. <laughs> but he said that was by far the smoothest and most professional set he's hey, ever Hey, my guy, Hutch. I put, man, I love Hutch, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I was yeah. so happy when he told me that. I was like, I was like, Marty Tiger deserves that one. Hey, like, yeah. nah. He's like, he deserves it. You're a hard worker, man. Thank so, you, bro. you know, thank you for coming on. And thank you. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank, you know, there's like, like Hutch, just like Hutch, you know, whether it's five viewers or five million viewers, you always got to see on my podcast, man. Yes, sir. And yeah, it was man. such an honor, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much for coming on. You know, this conversation was just, you know, really great. And Hell it's good yeah. hearing from you. It's been a while. So Hell yeah. thank you again for coming on. Again, everyone, uh, award-winning director, writer, actor, Marty Tabrick D. Shears. Hey. Yeah.